Resolve to see more movies in the new year at the Alamo Drafthouse. This week's screenings include American Psycho Movie Party on Thursday, January the 10th, The Never-Ending Story Serial Party on Saturday, January the 12th, The Maltese Falcon and the Sisters Brothers Film Club screening on Sunday, January the 13th, Ghost World and Glengarry Glen Ross on Monday, January 14th, Wayne YouTube Originals premiere screening, and South Park Bigger, Longer, and Uncut Movie Party on Tuesday, January the 15th, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas on Wednesday, January the 16th, and a whole lot of showings of Dragon Ball Super Broly starting on Wednesday, January the 16th. All that plus this weekend's new releases, the best of 2018 menu, and more. Find showtimes and purchase tickets online at drafthouse.com springfield and find all the special events at the Alamo Drafthouse on Facebook by searching Alamo Springmo and clicking on the events page. This is the backlot by Alamo Drafthouse for Thursday, January the 10th. Y'all don't even know the show that happens before the show starts here. Round three. It literally (laughs) just kicked off, and it's so smooth already. We are coming to you from the Alamo Draft House here in Springfield, Missouri, as always. I am one of your hosts, Joey Mills, with... Oh, which website will we use today? We'll still go with comingsoon.net. There you go. (laughs) One of my 5,000 jobs. And joining me today, we have got in the room... Alamo Jen with one job. That she probably will screw up. <laughs> if it's like the start of the show. <laughs> uh, David Mann with the Alamo Draft House. Okay, dope. And Ooh. we are talking everything that has to do with movies, believe it or not, since we're at the Alamo Draft House, including kicking it off with a look at the top five movies at the box office last weekend. There's a surprise in here because oh, we poo pooed yeah. something, and sure enough, it did well. First up, though, Aquaman stays at number one, making another $31 million. The film was made over, at to date, $940 million worldwide. The highest grossing film of this little DC universe that they tried to spin out of, starting with Man of Steel. So past Wonder Woman, past Suicide Squad, Justice League, all those. Aquaman at the top still. Well deserved. What thoughts do we have on this? I saw it. Finally. Yeah. And if it had been marketed as, okay, this is going to be a little cheesy. We're going to play it up. And I would feel better about it. But I'd be like, (laughs) this is on purpose, right? Like, I I hope it's on purpose because otherwise it's it's bad. But it was entertaining. I'll say that. Entertaining cheese. Entertaining cheese. Yeah. Like, I laughed a lot of times and nobody else did. And I was like, oh, wait. (laughs) Was I not supposed to? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm... uh, I'm not surprised just based off of James Wan. Like, the guy makes money. He makes entertaining blockbuster movies. And you still haven't seen this. No, I haven't. You've really been dropping the ball. I'll, I'll really. get around to it. I spent my time watching some good, some bad movies this, like, last Any few Any in the top five? Yes, one of them. So oh, we're going to talk about that. Can't good. wait. Two of them. Good. Can't wait. And some not so good. <laughs> we're going to talk about those as well. Yeah. Debuting at number two, surprising us all, yeah. making eighteen and a quarter million dollars. Did not see this. This coming. PG thirteen thriller made double its nine million dollar budget in the first weekend. At number two was Escape Room. I wish I would have been here last week so I could have sounded like Karnak predicting this type of thing. Uh, January's just good for horror movies, even if they're not good. But you weren't here, huh? I wasn't. So, <laughs> so hindsight on. being what it is. I was, I was thinking it, just so everyone knows. Made but, $16 yeah, million sure. more than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just, there. you know, you get through Christmas, you've had that big month in October, but November, December, you're going to have all your big budget blockbusters. You. In January, it tends to seem like horror movies. There, are people are ready for it. If they're going to come out, they want something different than what they've Does it experienced. Have something the last to do with months. having just spent the time with the family. Yeah, here. now they want to see you know take out that aggression, and their family, <laughs> that frustration, each other or something yeah. like that. So, uh, not surprised. I've heard decent things. I mean, so yeah. we should start doing like horror movie January's specialty programming. We could toss a few in. Yeah, I think that's not a bad well, idea. It's too late now. Well, hindsight's 2020. Yeah. Well, speaking of 2020, (laughs) January 2020, look for the horror films. (laughs) 
Uh, Brian Lewis on Facebook, he went and saw Escape Room. Here's what he had to say. He said, quote, I enjoyed the movie Escape Room. There was never really a dull moment. I normally like action movies, but the constant suspense of whether or not these characters would make it out kept my attention just as well as any Bond or Bourne film. Mm. Watching as the rooms tortured the players, I kept thinking of what I would do if I was in their shoes. I'm not sure that I'll be signing up to participate in an escape room anytime soon, especially if he's watching the news. About right. the one that caught fire and burned down in Poland. Um, but thank you, Brian, for letting us know. Yeah, I appreciate that a We bunch. do appreciate it. In fact, we appreciate it so much, we're going to get him set up with a pair of passes yeah, to come are, see Brian. a movie at the Alamo Draft. You're you. welcome. Yeah. So yes, thank we you very much. Thank get you in touch with you about welcome. that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And thank you. Uh, I hear that the ending of this is very um, Belko experiment-esque. Oh, okay. without spoiling I'm anything. Need to see this movie. Belko? I didn't think I'd or see. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go see I Belko. Like Belko. <laughs> <laughs> Belko again. Um, we watched that first. So, <laughs> if you've seen yeah. Belko Experiment, you remember how that ended without spoiling anything. I think this uh, is following a similar path. It sounds like, for better or worse, we'll find out. That seemed to work. Yep. <laughs> for that weekend, it did. <laughs> At the number three spot, everything else that was numbers two, three, and four just slid down a spot. So at number three, making just under another $16 million, Mary Poppins Returns. I liked it. You saw it? Yeah. And I had never seen the first Mary Poppins. That is so crazy. So I saw this one, and I was like, I don't even need to bother with the other one. This one's so good. The the two... So sure, why not? The, uh, an, the animation uh, going against uh, like live action, uh-huh. like now in modern times, we always get like the 3D animation, or they'll toss the 3D characters in like a regular situation. Uh, but what I really loved was with modern technology, getting to see that 2D format with the live action characters over it. Because I'm sh- I've seen it before in movies, but now with the way the technology's progressed, it looks really cool. Like the like the lighting is correct. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, everything looks natural and like you can have characters messing around with the 2D stuff and it doesn't look like they're just miming and it's being drawn over. I thought uh it was a fun movie to look at. The songs were cool. Uh yeah, I I liked it. It was a lot of fun. You know what other movie uh, did that the 2D and the live action really well was the original Mary Poppins. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that. Also, I had a lot of music involved in I that too. So. I'm going to be stuck watching that soon. So, Knowing you, uh, you probably won't like it. It was so like primitive. <laughs> no, <laughs> this I'm felt not, like I, it was made in the 60s. I'm okay. not like that at all. Uh-uh. I'll, if I watch it, I'll, I, I, I'm sure I'll enjoy it. I'm a sure good you'll deal. have comments about it. I will have comments. Yeah. We will get your thoughts on that once you've seen <laughs> but it. But no spoilers. Like, if you're I don't want to ruin Mary Poppins for anybody. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what I figured it would be. It's something that I maybe wouldn't want to see, but I think it would be. Uh, it would have been really, like, visually yeah. fun to watch. Very so, vibrant. So, yeah. Yeah. At number four, sliding to number four, making just over thirteen million more dollars is Bumblebee. Has anybody seen this yet? No. I really want to get yeah, a, somebody I know, I know that's terrible. seen it. Their yeah. take. The kids are on me to go see this. They're like, we have not seen it. They remind me all the time. Because so. I think we've all heard that it's better than yeah, expected, but but none of us have heard that from expected. a person that we know and trust. And I'll make it homework. I want to because I never really cared for the Transformers movies, no, and this my, one sounds like it's I. great. So, yeah. oh, cool. A good Transformers movie. Well, then I'm not the one, because I've enjoyed all of them. So. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm not saying they're great. Not all of them Actually, have been great. I'm not saying they're good movies. Of those, and I know it gets kind of poo-pooed a little bit, but I thought the third one was a blast. But Yeah, I, I've liked them, but I've again, they're not. I can't even tell you which ones I've sat through. <laughs> they, they all kind of blend together. I don't know how Mark Wahlberg didn't fix it when they brought him in. Right. I, it doesn't make any sense <laughs> yeah. to me. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> sure. And at number five, uh, making just under another $13 million, is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. We'll talk about they, their golden moment this will be past yeah. weekend as well. You've seen this one, yes? Yeah, I finally got around to seeing it. And? It's amazing. Yeah. It's phenomenal. Is it an amazing Spider-Man movie? It's uh, <laughs> it's up there. It's uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's up there for Didn't me. Didn't even want uh, to address the pun. That's how bad yeah. it was. It's right around. <laughs> so my favorite's uh, Spider-Man Two. That's my favorite right. Spider-Man movie. Uh, and I think it's right up there with it. It's it's just really fun. The humor's great. The imagery's spectacular. It's something to behold. And storytelling. Yeah, they really they really took the time with it. I loved it. I have a hard time comparing it to like a 
regular movie. I get that. And I, so I compare it to like other animated stuff I've seen, and I think it's one of the best ones I've ever seen animated. But it's probably my favorite Spider-Man movie, anything. So, well, no, I really home. love Homecoming, though. So mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> There's that. We are kind of in like the golden age of Spider-Man stuff, whether it's video games or live action movies or animated films or we're kind of, we're kind of there. So enjoy it. Soak it in. Moving on. I don't know if you guys saw this, but while he's doing the Aquaman press rounds, James Wan was responding to the theory on the internet because the internet does what the internet does (laughs) that suggested that uh, James Wan's directorial debut saw that the killer that we all call Jigsaw is actually the grown-up version of Kevin McAllister from Home Alone. Mm-hmm. James Wan says, quote, It's amazing. I should have known all along that Macaulay Culkin would grow up to be John Kramer. I think it's awesome. I'm very flattered that the people take the time to have fun with these fan theories. I think that's why I make, I think that's why I make these movies. I want the fans out there to have fun with them. End of quote. Definitely so how a they good get reason to, that to make point. movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to get people to have a good yeah. time. Best response I've ever seen to like a fan theory. Yeah. Because usually they <laughs> yeah. say this is true. Just like have your fun with it. Thank you for like actually caring to yeah. think about. I'm glad movie. that somebody yeah. still thinks about that stuff. Yeah. yeah exactly. So did it give anything? Uh, I meant to look this up to see how did they get to that point. Well, uh, I think they were just comparing, you know, the elaborate traps in Home Alone uh, to yeah, Kevin Saw films. Pretty sadistic. Because some of these fan yeah. theories, man, they, I'm like, you know what? That kind of does you, make a point. Pause it at 31 oh, yeah. minutes and 12 seconds in, and you look at the left hand corner of the frame. You get that corkboard going with all the strings. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Picture to picture. He, he's yeah. got the mask in his room it's like oh, oh my oh god, my god. <laughs> now that would be there. funny if you somebody went back and saw the, like the actual the whatever clown thing on the trike <laughs> and that would be interesting as well uh we talk about how disney continues to blow away the box office records and how this year once the fox merger goes through it, they're going to be the juggernaut but Warner Brothers had a pretty good year in 2018 as well. The studio grossed more than $5.5 billion, that's a billion with a B, at the box office in 2018, their biggest year by far, thanks in part to films like, of course, Aquaman, The Meg. I've got Fantastic Beasts on here, and it did contribute to that number. <laughs> Just not as much as maybe <laughs> people thought. In, yeah. <laughs> yeah, They did put a coin in the coffers. Uh, Ready Player One and Rampage, but also smaller films with long legs like A Star is Born and Crazy Rich Asians. We tend to kind of overlook those things when we talk about how great a, a studio's done in a given year, but um, they were really buoyed by some of the their smaller fare, whether it's the, the comedy or whether it's your drama. But So... Good on you, Warner yeah. Brothers. Yeah. I mean, you look at that list, it, it's made up of movies that are more like, I guess more just like fun. Yeah. That are, it's just like a blast at the at the theater. Yeah, because so, The Meg was not taking itself seriously. Yeah. Aquaman, we've talked about how it's kind of... Rampage. Yeah, Ready Player One. I mean, even Crazy Rich Asians. I mean, it was just feel, yeah. not maybe feel good is not the right word, but yeah, just escapism. Yeah. Yeah. My people are going to see movies. We just want to be entertained. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, the Venom sequel that we all have known would be coming uh, has been confirmed that Woody Harrelson will be in the villain role, which anybody that stuck through the credits already figured that out, uh, of the original. And they, the studio is bringing back Kelly Marcel, who wrote the screenplay for the original film. So yeah, it's too bad. It, if it ain't broke, don't all fix right. it. Yep. <laughs> All right, David. That's too bad. I think they could have, you know, looked around a little bit. (laughs) Could have shopped around. I mean, if you were going to be like objective, wouldn't you say the screenplay's probably one of the weakest things about it? Yeah. So you have have to, if you have to find something bad about it, yeah, might as well switch out the weakest part. You know, not a big deal. It might get an even better Venom movie. Wouldn't that be crazy? Maybe this is his way to up his game a little bit. Better Venom movie, you know? Do most. Anything different. <laughs> <laughs> you take you that right billion that. dollars at the box office and you go shove it because... I was... I was. Did I mention I liked Venom? I did. I don't know. It's weird. But I think is. just about everybody in this room did. Yeah. yeah. Just, just about. Just about. Yeah. Fine movie. David loved it the most. <laughs> <laughs> he can't quit talking about I'm it. We're right. off here. <laughs> I'll give it a rewatch and see if I make really? it to the end. 
Yeah, well, I'm not going to, like, if I realize, yeah, I was totally right, I'm not going to watch the whole thing. I'll pop in Mary Poppins. Uh, <laughs> you, you may be better served just popping in Mary Poppins yeah, to yeah. begin with. Uh, Dave Batista has joined Timothy uh, Chalamet in Denny Villanueva's Dune movie. That is a sentence that is really hard to say. Yeah. Just yeah. looking at it on paper, it that did not look so hard. Well. <laughs> but I know. It was and the hardest part is that Dune sequel part. That's the hardest part. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I think it's a re whatever, a reimagining, reboot, remake. Yeah. I don't know. It'll it probably is what be it a is. little easier to digest this time around because you don't have like. <laughs> A very interesting, crazy filmmaker doing it. You have someone who actually really understands how films. to handle sci-fi movies. <laughs> yeah. right. Knows I'm how to make gonna, a film. I'm going to oh, go David ahead and Lynch say knows how to make a movie. It's yeah, probably going to have uh, box office results similar to Valerian. You think I so? To guess, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And knowing that that was essentially financed, self-financed, as opposed yeah. to this, yeah. But I did love a Valerian, just FYI out there. That's fun. <laughs> that was a pretty fun movie. Yep. <laughs> and finally, Will Smith has confirmed that Bad Boys for Life, that is with the E being replaced by the number three, because Bad Boys for Life, that Good. Makes sense. has begun shooting. And yes, that is the title <laughs> they are going with. Uh, I love when studios do that. And <laughs> no, <laughs> it all one of the ones that infuriated me the most uh, that they changed. So the la- the fifth Final Destination, it was originally titled Five, Five Destination. No destination. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I was like, this is brilliant. And then they <laughs> brilliant in a they mad, changed sick, their mind. Way. <laughs> I was like. This is so dumbly genius. No, I, I would have, I would have enjoyed that. Five null destination. That's brilliant. So, yeah. lift three is really <laughs> a cool end to that title. I like it. Five null destination makes sense. Lift three. Yeah, it doesn't. See the five null. The that destination. It sounds like Fivel from you know, American, oh, American Tale. Oh, yeah. that, that's would, that was. That's how that it was. Gonna, it was a twist. Yeah, it's my totally going to catch death. moviegoers off guard. <laughs> Yes, it's, it's just, just keep the going. cat chasing a mouse the whole movie. <laughs> the mouse traps, all the different mm-hmm. poison cheeses. <laughs> Which suddenly is turning into the movie mouse trap. It sounds like, so we're going to have to stop with that. Uh, new in theaters this week, A Dog's Way Home. If you liked to cry. the other dogs oh. movies that have been, <laughs> for whatever reason, dogs are having their day at the box office. As you yeah. know, as well they should. I I like Best in Show. I think audience. <laughs> well, I think well. audiences are going to put this one to sleep. Oh. Oh. See, I get no reaction from my bad puns, <laughs> and then this is what we get. Because this uh, the, is so much worse. <laughs> well, it was pretty bad. The movie does look like. I mean, it's not one I'm going to go see, but like. I could see maybe watching this at some point down Me the road. Too. Just, yeah. It Me does too. look kind of good. Not like great, but not. It oh looks yeah. so sad. Any so if you really want to cry, if you need to get that good cry out. If you enjoyed, you what is the other one? Life. A Dog's oh, purpose? purpose? Yeah. If you enjoyed or that, you'll probably like this. Oh, my gosh. God. Yeah, you know, dog movies t- seem to just. Yeah, Milo and Otis. <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, Marley and Me. Alpo. Or Alpha. Alpha. Uh, Alpha it's a movie brought to you by a dog food company. Above and beyond anybody else. Uh, Different yeah. category. It's own category. Dog movies are always kind of nice. so They're always something. Hard to screw them up. Mm-hmm. What's that one with uh, Will Arnett? That oh, Show Dogs. Oh, I guess it's not that show hard to screw yeah. up. Beverly Hills Chihuahua 2, you know. Yeah. And The Upside with Kevin Hart. You know, he's been in the news lately. He and has. Brian Cranston. That's so. the downside, though. Mm. I don't think it will affect him at all. Yeah. No. Yeah. Brian Cranston's in this, so hopefully that'll. This is a hard one for me because it looks like it's got Kevin Hart in it, and even Brian Cranston. They're hilarious, but and I don't know if this is going to be worth. <laughs> it looks like it might not. be tough to sit through. It's like a remake of a foreign film. Is it? Isn't it? Yeah. It's like adapted. Uh, I forget I what it's called. That. Yeah, it's a uh, it's an Americanized version of another movie that exists, and I'll look it up before the end of the no, show. Think, no, you won't. <laughs> you won't and, go uh, on and forget about it. I'm excited to see Kevin Hart act. 
Right. Meaning I've never seen it before. And problem th- that's is, me well, saying I like it. Yeah, the problem like is it. it's a crapshoot because yeah. you get some of those comedians and comedic actors who take on a serious role and you're like, wow, that was really good. I haven't seen that side of whomever. Yeah. And you get some that crash and burn. Yeah, I mean, I love... I mean, Frank from the Kevin. previews, does it look like he's trying to be serious or act or anything? It, he's not yelling constantly, uh, okay. which I do love. <laughs> yeah, I love it. So tone it down a little bit. Yeah, it just seems okay. a little more restrained. I hope it's a big swerve, and Brian Cranston is some sort of like evil genius who's like winning this guy over, and then they're like the third act of the big swerve is that like because of Kevin Hart's compassion now like something terrible is going to happen. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to go like, like, it was, like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. No, no, no. Yeah. Oh, no, no. I'm, I'm, sure I'm, I'm hoping it's like that. I'm hoping it's like a it's kind of like kind of like Split was like a hey, you know what? This is like a superhero super villain origin story that you didn't know was coming. That's my hope for the upside. I doubt that's what we get. It'll probably be heartwarming or something. Yeah, yeah. got to go back and remake crap. it. Oh, All right. <laughs> uh, just so you know, it is a remake of the 2011 French film The Intouchables. Uh, the the un- in- not not the Untouchables. Intouchables. <laughs> <laughs> I think something's lost in the translation. That sounds there. like a great. See, I'm not no, sh- I'm sure it is. I'm yeah. just sure that that was not exactly the title they were. I think the translation has not been kind to that title. <laughs> this week's special programming at the Alamo Draft House. If you don't want to see one of these new films. I don't blame you, but if you don't want to, but you still want to get out of the house, go see a movie, there's a whole lot of good here in the next week that doesn't involve dogs and Tickets Brian Cranston. Tickets available for all of these. Are there BT still, really? Dub, every wow. single one. Well, let's kick it off then. Thursday night, American Psycho movie party. That is Thursday night at 720. What, Two what kind different of, what kind movies of playing props? with Christian Bale here. What kind of props do we have for that? Oh, David, that's David. a lot of fun. We have... Uh, so we have business cards for both Paul Allen and uh, what's his name? The other one. The other one. I know it. I just like it. <laughs> uh, we also have. <laughs> you don't want to spoil. Sell it. Uh, Ooh, yeah. Sell those last Ooh. few tickets. Two <laughs> uh, business. We also cards? have what? inflatable axes. <laughs> inflatable, inflatable axes. axes. Super fun. With and then real we blades. have yeah, <laughs> tricky. Which to pull is off. weird. Yeah. So <laughs> the blade kind of slumps because the inflatable handle doesn't really right. put it up. And the axe cuts into it. You kind of swing it around. Together. It's very top heavy. <laughs> and That's then uh, ponchos. We have uh, rain ponchos with like fake blood splattered on them. So very that's gonna good. be a lot of fun. That's all fun. I love the movie, despite you me, me not business cards. remembering the main <laughs> character's name. You had me uh, a the axe. <laughs> Patrick Bateman. Duh. Uh, yeah. It's it's gonna be a lot of fun. I really enjoy the movie. It's a little sick, a little sadistic. Uh, it's a very dark. Like yeah, it's dark very humor. dark with a touch yeah. of humor. Yeah, little, um, little gallows humor. And on Saturday, whoop, whoop. this will take you back. <laughs> the Never Ending Story cereal party, which means you're gonna have all the good cereals mm-hmm. and a few yeah. of the quote good cereals. Right. Yeah. So that we can say, look, here is some checks, and here is some fun. Yeah. Here's and, some your lactose-free. Yeah. Right, and we have the we, we milk the almonds all, ourselves. Yep, we did freshly milked almonds mm-hmm. uh, and coconut and soy. Yeah, whatever these are free-range all the are. coconuts. No, right. that's good. Mm-hmm. You don't want the mm-hmm. GMO yeah. stuff. We don't want them clustered <laughs> together too tight. We yeah. want to be able to move around. And then we have the you know the whole milk and the for the chocolate milk and. All the milk. The, the real stuff, All like milk. sugar, yeah. sugar bombs. We make our own skim milk here where we take whole bombs. milk and we just dump a bunch of water in it. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> just uh, keep on dumping until yeah. you get, keep refilling it. It's like, ah, it kind of tastes right. like skim. Uh, if, if your parents named you a tray, you, this is time to come Find show up and be a star. <laughs> we actually had gotten into an argument about showing this show because I, Jen thought it was a great idea. She was like, this is very popular. People love cereal. It's a great pairing. And I was like, well, I don't know if we should show the never-ending story because then we're just, we're going to have to like cordon off that theater and we're never going to show anything again because the movie, like on the runtime, it just has a little infinity thing. So it's <laughs> just constant I mean, loop. If this is what you want to do with the rest of your ending. life, that's fine. But uh, yeah. It's but it is all you can eat cereal. So mm-hmm. I mean, what a way to go. I don't know. If we're infinity, I can eat a lot yeah. of cereal <laughs> if I'm stuck in that yeah. theater for. So we'll have all of the toast crunches, which is a huge family now. It I is. That there's I like a it. chocolate toast crunch now. There's like a churro. Yeah. One. 
Uh, and that's pretty much it. That fills up the table. All the <laughs> all the <laughs> all the toast. Sorry. Crunches. Yeah. And then whatever unpopular. Uh, oh, Sour Patch Kids cereal. I was on the fence about that because they just reviewed that on Culinary Curiosities. I say? get excited about cereal. They said <laughs> no. Oh, really? <laughs> they said don't do it. This makes the milk taste sour. So I probably <laughs> I probably won't actually do like, it. So there'll be a stinked. bunch of that. Yeah. Do yeah. they mean spoiled or like? Sour, like well, they said Ooh. sour a lot. Oh, so and well, then somebody said, Well, it's kind of yeah. good like Fruit Loops, and then she's like, But I don't think I can do it anymore. So, with a review series like that, we're gonna have that probably not in the house. You gotta know what kids tempting. think, though. There's like a Nutter Butter cereal, there's a Nilla Wafer cereal, yeah. You know, who's asking for that, right? You know, there's a golden just Oreo cereal now that's me. just absolute sugar coated sugar. Ugh. My kids I brought a box that. of that home the other day. I want that. And then we have a ton of boxes of Life cereal, which is just plain. <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and they're good forever because they don't yeah, lose yeah. their flavor. They don't go right. stale because no grape it's nuts. Life cereal. I tell you, not by the end of the screening, you're going to be so regular. You're going to head to that <laughs> restroom, and it's going to be packed. So, <laughs> <laughs> Who's on cleaning it that day now? Uh, on what Sunday, got a couple things going on on Sunday. The Maltese Falcon, a classic. Yes. And... The Sisters Brothers are fairly recent film mm-hmm. for your I'm film club screening. We're excited about that. Pumped. Yeah. Absolutely pumped. We're going to start bringing in film club screenings that are like things that people want to see. Just to try well, it out. That's crazy just talk. Just to try it out. I know. We did what? the first year of, let's just put a bunch of stuff on. Some like weird drum. experimental film. Yeah, we did just some experimental like year. Have and variety. Mm-hmm. And now we're gonna try. And now you're gonna try movies. New movies see. that we didn't get for full runs. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. And I mean, there are probably a few of those. Yeah, it turns out. Yeah, that we can think of. Mm-hmm. On Monday night, Ghost World. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all that's should all I got. definitely buy some tickets to that, or else the theater <laughs> is going to seem like a literal a ghost, ghost world. world. <laughs> ah! And <laughs> Gary Glenn Ross. I'm again. I'm still surprised this is not a quote along film but oh, I'm sure oh, there will be there's some moments I'm sure in there, there that will you should be, probably yeah. keep your mouth shut <laughs> on but uh, I could probably quote the entire Alec Baldwin speech at the very beginning I love it so much oh, yeah. uh, this is one of my favorite movies so please come out and see it it's going to be a do a little blast. quote for him to entice oh, him is everybody here? <laughs> <laughs> wow. we're fine with it I don't know if you guys want the Alamo lame slapped on <laughs> Yeah, uh, and then on Tuesday, a couple things going on. Wayne, this is a YouTube's Originals premiere screening. Tell that us a little is, bit about that. It's delightful. It's unexpectedly delightful. And so this is just, you know, we're trying new stuff out all the time. So we're going to put this up on the screen, and it's a, it's a free ticket. It's a, Well, it's a $5 voucher, so you, you pay your $5, you get $5 off your food and beverage at the end. And, uh yeah, I'm excited to see how uh, it turns out and how everybody thinks about it because I think it looks really funny. I watched a little bit. They sent a little teaser out, and I was like, this is surprisingly funny. I, I mean, before I even had time to form an opinion. So, yeah, come on out. Try some cool stuff with us. and A free ticket you can't, I mean. It's free. <laughs> you can't, what are you going to do? You can show, you know, Bobby, whatever. It's free ticket. We're also trying out new voices. Apparently, <laughs> they're on fire over there. <laughs> and at seven o'clock, if that's not your jam, you can come check out South Park: Bigger, Longer, and Uncut, the movie party. Please yes. come see this because our hosts are going to be Trey and Matt, and they're going to do a little fireside chat. <laughs> and I cannot wait. Uh, if you can't make it, you better be sick, and because I'll be filming the intro just throwing it up we're gonna do a little insta story and a little <laughs> facebook live just because i want i want the people to know what they're missing it's this, uh, this host intro my favorite musical i think actually ever. <laughs> wow i remember seeing this when i was about eight and just so you know my parents did not want me to see it really uh, i can't imagine yeah, why of course not <laughs> uh, i went over to uh my cousin's house and his dad was really lax so we'd watch south park and i watched this movie when i was really young and just it opened me up to a whole world of <laughs> vulgarity. I didn't know some lot. of the words that existed out there. So uh, this movie is a blast. It's so fun, so silly, very light, uh, while at the same time having some pretty dark over uh, undertones. 
Uh, what are the no, I think overtones is the right yeah. word the first time. Okay. Yeah. What are the props? Any business cards? Oh, uh, no business <laughs> cards for Paul Allen business or Patrick Bateman. <laughs> on this one. Yeah. We have uh, inflatable Brian Boitano balloons. Which is really <laughs> yeah. uh, we have um, the La Resistance and Blame Canada flag, so you'll get one or the other, so you can yeah, be like... Yeah. Take your uh, pick. Yeah, you can take your pick. Uh, <laughs> we have bubbles for the opening scene whenever they sing the Quiet Mountain t- Town song. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And I know with the hosts, like to get the song, the songs really go in. You can sing, you can quote along, you can be very, very vulgar in the screening. And that's and it's okay. It's not only yeah. in case, yeah. it's as encouraged. As long as you're not yeah. texting. Yeah. yeah. It's encouraged. Yeah. And then another uh, piece of light, fluffy fare, uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas on Wednesday night at 7 uh, o'clock. Yes. And everybody gets a briefcase. <laughs> yeah, we got business <laughs> cards for this one, too. What's in the briefcase? <laughs> Gummy drugs. <laughs> no, just kidding. We ate those. But, um, yeah, I'm excited about this one. We yeah. were going we to try to do a feast, but... We were so excited about the possibilities for the feast that we ended up <laughs> paralysis by right analysis. out of it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I love that. I've never heard that before. Actually, that's great. That would have been yeah. a, a good beer dinner. Yeah, it would have been great. Or, well, I guess beer probably wouldn't. But I still wanted to show it because it's book adaptation month, and I'm right. like, that's a book. So absolutely. Boom. And then the first of many showings of Dragon Ball Super Broly. Starts Wednesday. A couple showings Wednesday, and then a few more throughout got the so many next week or two. Or have you looked at the sales on those? I sure have every day. Oh, okay, they're doing very well. <laughs> the, yeah, they're doing. I mean, at first I was very sad, and I was mm-hmm. like, you know, it's because it's dubbed because that, that that was the yeah. choice we were given. So right. it's dubbed, and then it seems like I mean, there, I know there's an audience for both, but it seems like there's a more vocal audience in favor of subbed. Yeah. So anytime anything's dubbed, all the comments are like, "Freaking dubbed!" <laughs> so I was yeah. glad that the it, anime it snobs among yeah. us. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Isn't it nice that we've gotten to the point now where there are regular anime fans yeah. and anime snobs? It, because it, it usually is. takes a while. What a world! Right? With like animated films, it would be the best movies to watch dubbed because the lips yeah. will match up. Like they're pretty right. good about making yeah. their lips match up, so which it just, is a little sad. So it just seems aggressive to want to just go ahead and read the movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the chance where it looks completely natural. Whereas if you watch something like Pan's Labyrinth, where you have to read it and a dubbed version would look horrible. Right. Uh, yeah. I'd, eh, you know, teach his own. Yep, it's a thing. Sure, why not? Or her. What's happening. Um, so right. get your tickets to these special screenings. There are tickets available to all of them right now. As of the time we record this, That's we'll great. see what happens by the time you Although, hear it. Although, <laughs> once people hear about this business card, I'm sure online. Good luck getting those tickets. <laughs> you can get your tickets in the Alamo Drafthouse app on your mobile device. If you don't have that yet, just go to your app's store for your mobile device and search for Alamo Drafthouse and download it. You can buy your tickets online at drafthouse.com slash Springfield, or you can get them in person. Just don't wait till the day of the screening because odds are they will be sold out. You can find all of these and more upcoming events, uh, particularly on Facebook. You can search for Alamo Springmo and go to their events page. That's the first place I look every week when I put this together. And then I cross-reference it with the the website and do other things. But that's the first place to check and see what is coming up in the calendar here at the Alamo Draft House. This week, we have asked, we've asked for a couple weeks, and we're preparing, we're getting there. We're asking, what are your most anticipated films for 2019? We are going to share ours next week, but we're still asking a few folks for yours. Uh, Tom and Lacey over at Do You Nerd, their YouTube channel. Absolutely, they're top brass members. Yeah, they are. They said, well, first of all, they said, great show, guys, which, you know, we know. Um, And then they they said, they uh, said, quote, and what are we most excited for in 2019? Oh, easy. Aside from the awesome movie parties, it is totally Zombieland 2. Because let's face it, who thought we'd actually get a sequel to that? I would agree with that. But who hoped we that. would? I did. <laughs> we all hoped yeah, for it. Yeah, <laughs> None yeah. of us expected it. From the time it. I saw it, the first one. But Absolutely. So thank it. you to Tom and Lacey for being a part of the show and being a part of the family out here at the Alamo Draft House. And they're going to pick up a couple passes. And we're going to get them a couple passes as well. So thanks again. 
Golden Globes were this past weekend. I would just take a few minutes. We talked about kind of, we looked through the nominees and talked about our thoughts on last week's show, but now we've got results. Um, so we'll I am run. So happy. We'll run through <laughs> some of these. Uh, there are a few fine movies that were re- rewarded for their fineness. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that is not wrong. <laughs> and I, I said I wasn't going to watch them, but I ended up watching the Golden Globes. I'm kind of glad I did. It was pretty I awesome. Did. And by the end, I couldn't even sit back down because I was just like, "What? What?" <laughs> I was just pacing, and then my husband wasn't as excited. I <laughs> almost threw him so out. I smacked so him like, a time or two. We only have room for excitement in this house, but yeah. Oh, so that's overselling it. <laughs> All right. Uh, so thoughts excited. on some of the <laughs> film categories, some of the award winners uh, for best drama, Bohemian Rhapsody what? took right? best drama. Yeah. Who uh, saw that coming? Not me. I, I hope they really enjoy that. that award, that one award that they got. <laughs> well, I there are more than one. I would have tossed, no, well, I mean like yeah. gold for the Globe. film. Yes, uh, yes, yes. I would have tossed them a People's Choice or something like that. That seems that more seems appropriate. Uh, Golden Globes are blah. They don't really. They mean totally anything. won. Stump, stump. Uh, remember the movie The Tourist, <laughs> that with Angelina Jolie and Johnny Depp, The Tourist. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember it got nominated a bunch. <laughs> like everyone was like, "This doesn't make sense." I felt this similar to Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, I get Rami Malek's nomination, mm-hmm. uh, but best drama over Black Klansman, If Beale Street Could Talk, A Star Is Born, and Black Panther. Now I've seen every one of the movies in this in this category. Really, what was the best? Black Klansman, <laughs> wasn't it? Okay, so <laughs> thank you so much. So is that? Do you feel that because the Golden Globes are given out by the Hollywood foreign press, that these uniquely American stories like Black Klansman and If Beale Street Could Talk? maybe don't have the appeal with that group of voters. Oh, I totally think that. And I yes. think that the Bla- the Golden Globes, you know, Black Klansman was the best, but Golden Globes aren't really a, a true indicator of what's to come. Right. But I also love a good underdog story <laughs> and, and upsets. And so I could not remember another time I was so unexpectedly delighted with the twists and turns of an award show. Well, it I, seemed like never. while you're watching it, like a lot of the winners were like, what? Oh, yeah, what? yeah they were, there was I, legitimate I shock <laughs> yeah. many yeah. times. And so that's what I want to be entertained. When I don't want to be bored and feel like I'm stuck there because I usually change the channel a lot and then just look at Twitter or whatever and see what's happening. But this time I was like, I cannot freaking believe this. Yeah, that was so crazy. I wasn't expecting Bohemian yeah. Rhapsody to take it either. So, uh, Best musical or comedy? How many of you saw Green Book? Oh, oh, wait. that's right. Oh, oh, but guess what? Anything. We get to have it now. Oh, do Big you? Surprise! <laughs> Finally, I wanted to see this for so long. Me too. Like when we were supposed to get it in December, yeah. for example. Yeah, it looks like so a great movie. They poo pooed us and they unpoo pooed us. Yeah, they're like, "Gang, yes." A couple awards yes, will do that sometimes. Okay. Uh, best director. So here comes. The second time that A Star is Born is shut out. They did not get the drama. They did not get Best Director for Bradley Cooper. Uh, Alfonso Cuaron won it for Roma, which did that... Was that ever in theaters? Did they ever give that any sort of a limited release? Just to um, super limited, just enough to get a couple of our Alamos and like the big there's places a, had it. There's I, a and, seventy millimeter, I think, in right. New York. Yeah, New York uh, is what I was thinking, and. Everybody, you know, the other creative managers have, have said nothing but good things. Right. Um, so maybe we'll I wanted Spike to win it. I wanted him to get up there in his purple suit. I did <laughs> too. I wanted, I wanted that suit. Auditioning for the Joker. They're yeah. not going to let Spike Lee win. I know. <laughs> just I know. It's, it's just sad. The, the best thing he's done in so long. And mm-hmm. the direction, so stylistically, He's so involved in that movie, and it's amazing. I think it's yeah. It is a brilliant. Spike Lee joint. I mean, yeah. his fingerprints are all I, over that film, yeah. I watched it twice and was just as riveted the second time, <laughs> if not well, more so. Wait for the other awards movies. I bet it'll start racking them. Yeah, when you start getting Directors so. Guild Awards. Yeah, and, so. yeah. Uh, actress for a drama, Glenn Close. Didn't somebody say there's no way Glenn Close wins it this year? I did. Was that yeah. you? I knew somebody I did. I remember hearing it. I don't think anybody, including Glenn Close, <laughs> no, saw she had, that coming. She was, she was so, which was another really great moment for me. Yeah. And I was like, David, let's show the wife. And he's like, shut your mouth. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Oh, uh, we we play it like I have the control, but he the way he talks to me when the mics are <laughs> off is ridiculous. I pull the strings. That's what it yeah. is. Yeah, sure. he's the man behind the woman. I was, yeah, that was I was happy. Yeah. I haven't seen it. 
I'd like to see it. But and again, Lady Gaga, shut out. You know, I one hundred percent knew Melissa McCarthy was not going to win it. I would have liked to have seen her win it. <laughs> that would have been <laughs> yeah. crazy. Yeah, but she I can knew, act. Yeah, she can. I really I think she's Lady a little saturated. Yeah, I really thought Lady Gaga had this one for sure. But man, I was, I was wrong. Yeah. Yeah, we were all wrong. Actor <laughs> in a drama. Bradley Cooper shut out again. Rami Malik takes it for Bohemian Rhapsody. So again, two awards for mm-hmm. Bohemian Rhapsody. He was Just fun fine. to watch. He's he was fun so to watch. Weird. And I've been obsessively <laughs> watching Mr. Robot oh, like every night. That's a so. rabbit hole. You I think he's down. a wonderful yeah. television actor. See, this is yeah. the one that I thought Black Klansman would get. John David Washington. Yeah, so I good. Really, right. I again, thought for sure he would have got this one. Yeah. I was, But I was so delighted that it well, I mean like, I wasn't again, you were ready I to come in Monday getting David's born. I liked it yeah, I like totally. I thought Bradley Cooper did a great job but I really thought he would win this and I really wanted John David Washington to win it and nowhere in any scenario did I see Rami Malek winning so when he did again that's when I jumped off the couch I think for good that's what what's that Lip syncing, lip sync battle. Yes, that they do on television uh-huh. when celebrities yeah. dress up like, yeah. like yeah. the, the music like video the music yeah. people, yeah. and they like perform it. I don't think any of them deserve an award for that. <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to say something? Here? I think I might be. Are you saying something about saying something? Yeah. something? I did not I think see I where be. you were going at. Uh, all <laughs> so. I'd say. Bradley Cooper, John David Washington would be the ones that I would have given it to. I think they had more heavy lifting. Was to there do. anybody you saw? What, because again, uh, well, I didn't see At Eternity's Gate. I saw Boy Raised Stars. Born. Nobody else did either. I, I don't think so. That's um, fine. <laughs> but uh, I, I am not a fan of Lucas Hedges. I think that he is so understated that he's bland. Yeah. So uh, while I really wanted to like Boy Erased, I, I thought his performance was what kept me from liking it. So I was not. I was not impressed. Did you see mid nineties? I did not. He's in that, and he actually plays like a different character ish. So he's he still has understated. He's like a little he's bit aggressive. like Kristen Kristen Stewart of of boys. Ooh. I'm Ooh. sorry, he's just too. I haven't come around to him or Timothy Chalamet just I yet. I think they're about the same. The Have they ever been seen in the same room at the same time? I don't think so either. <laughs> uh, when we get to some of the actor uh, best actress in a musical comedy we get to those and some of the supporting ones i think maybe there's more consensus like yeah we kind of thought that starting with uh best actress in a musical or comedy olivia coleman who we all said last week i don't think she'll get it just because but i hope she probably should yeah she's she's a front runner yeah and she did and i was happy i was really surprised i had not seen her except in the favorite so when i saw her i was like oh she gained some weight for that huh you know because she's totally different person but speaking of transformations best actor in a musical or comedy christian bale wins for vice and when he thanks totally on board for his uh yeah, <laughs> yeah. The thanks, Satan. <laughs> yeah. oh my that gosh of course somebody somebody commented on that on social don't see this movie because oh, christian bale do you think <laughs> somebody got on social like, media yeah, commented I that's know. crazy and He's i was like Right, it's like Dick Cheney. It, it's political yeah, humor. It was, it was supposed to be funny. What I thought in his speech was, he has just cheated on his wife because he immediately <laughs> and effusively thanked her for being so amazing. Like a lot, something happened there. And that I'm we... like, whoa, you guys just had a big blow up at home. <laughs> yeah, compensating <laughs> for something here. Yes, stay tuned. Yeah. I have a comment about something similar like that later on in this list. I can't. Wait. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, for best supporting actress, Regina King for If Beale Street Could Talk. Another Great one where you speech. dared to hope that she would, but didn't think maybe she would. But she. Uh, Great movie. My 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 biggest interpretation from the night that I noticed was like this was the ni- the first time in the Golden Globes where I saw more than one person beat the play them off music. Like yeah. it was they start playing the play them off music and then she starts to get into her like spiel mm-hmm. and someone in upstairs was probably like, we can't play this off. We can't. Maybe I she, loved that too, yeah. though. Right now. Yeah. Because uh, I don't think I ever, and there have been many moments over the years when I'm like, shut the damn music off. Yeah. You know, like, this is not appropriate. And they still didn't. So when they did it twice, it, again, just lots of surprises. That was, but that was great. 
who's going to be the guy that keeps playing the music? Right. Who's yeah. the guy hitting that button just with his finger down on it? Like, nope. Well, there's I'm, like I'm the classic, like <laughs> people screaming and getting more excited at the very end while the music's playing. They're getting louder and louder. Yeah, and yeah. Thank you all so much. Oh and they have those. But then we yeah. had like, uh, there was another one where it's just like, you shut that music off right now because I'm not done and I'm not stopping. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was great. And they're just like, okay. okay. <laughs> but I was glad. I feel like Emma Stone and Rachel Weiss beat, like, kind of split the vote. And then yeah. Amy yeah. Adams was great. But I was still really glad that Regina King won. And I was rooting for Amy Adams. Were you? Yeah. Well, you she's the next Meryl Beale Street. Street. We're getting if Beale I'm Street gonna, this weekend. Yeah, I, so I think she's a brilliant it. actress. It's just Amy Adams is like one of my favorite working actresses, and she always does a great job. And she the performances does. in Vice That's the were problem. She's the thing too consistently good, good. She needs a breakout great yeah. role, and then. Yeah. yeah, to suck the rest of the time. She's the Buffalo Bills of the mid nineties right. of actresses, <laughs> making it to the dance yeah. four years in a row. Still can't win the big one. Uh, best supporting actor again. Hey, have, who's here seen has seen Green Book? <laughs> oh wait, <laughs> yeah. There's another one that thanked his wife. Yeah, yeah. made it a yeah. point to thank his wife. Well, like, there's thanking your well, wife, and then yeah. there's <laughs> then yeah. there's yeah. sorry, honey. I don't get the nomination for Sam Rockwell at all. He's really? in that movie for six oh, minutes. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he I think it's he because he's Sam anything. Rockwell. Yeah, and because it was a funny six minutes. Yeah, that's another one I thought Adam Driver would get. Yeah, are we gonna do this thing? <laughs> what? <laughs> but we're starting to see. You know, there are some consistencies from year to year. I mean, at a Golden Globe to um, I'm going to butcher his name, but Marshala Ali. He yeah. had his Oscar moment last year or the year before. Mm-hmm. Again, Sam Rockwell, consistently nominated winner of multiple awards over the years. So, you know, we're, maybe we're starting to see kind of the next generation of Hollywood's stars. I don't know. The Rock wasn't out there, which is sad. But. I know. Because, <laughs> you know, that's... he is Hollywood's highest paid right. actor. Uh, the first score, first man. <laughs> Anybody seen First Man? Anybody care about the score in First Man? He's wonderful. I mean, was it? It's, it's, he's a pedigreed, uh, yeah. like, whatever you'd call that job. Composer, Composer. scorer. scorer. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's music a pedigreed man. composer. He's a good scorer. Like, scorer. Music man. <laughs> he's won Scores every time like he's bird. nominated, like, three times out of three. Yeah. Uh, uh, Damien Chazelle works with him a every lot. time. So. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised. He's very, he's very polished. He's very good. Finally, A Star Is Born mm-hmm. gets to take home an award for best original song. If that had Shallow. gotten shut out too. <laughs> I would have been, been like, they hate you. That was the one where it's like, <laughs> you no matter what, this will yeah. win. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And then I was shocked by all the other losses. Uh, so you were saying something about like uh, Christian Bale talking <laughs> uh-huh, to about uh-huh. his wife so i noticed something and it was that lady gaga when she got to speak which i was really hoping that other person would like talk to her time <laughs> i would have lost it yeah but they can't like not let lady gaga speak so she speaks and she doesn't thank her husband but she says bradley cooper i love you and then like the next time it shoots to the table uh like the next couple few times it shoots to the table that they're sitting at <laughs> where she's next to both of them uh, she's not there and her husband's not there. So oh. all I could think was, <laughs> I believe they had a discussion. The <laughs> like, you didn't mention yeah. me, but you actually said you loved another man. Oh, thank you so much for that, honey. That's not embarrassing. <laughs> We're right at the front. Yeah. Uh, so. That's great. And guess who noticed? Everyone. Yes. The world. Because I'm just as handsome as Bradley Cooper. Really, honey? And, and yeah. I don't, I don't want to add to that, but if you can watch it, there was, <laughs> everybody's when they on would, board well, here. When they, when they flashed to like the table, like she was like leaned in towards Bradley Cooper. Uh-huh, I and he, he kind of had that, hey, uh-huh. we're, we're cool. We don't need to be... <laughs> Like the, it felt yeah. like there was, may have been something, and now Bradley Cooper's like, okay, the movie's over. Now. Yeah, it well, was it was just a role. There are like things about like it's called body immersion. language, where how you cross your legs or how you open your legs to a person when you're talking right. to them, and uh, oh, <laughs> 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 not good. Not, not starting a gossip show here, but there yeah. is body language. We're picking apart. <laughs> Very sorry. <laughs> Yeah, this is becoming a tabloid show all of a sudden. <laughs> Again, you heard it here first. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, and uh, screenplay, Green Book. Again, anybody seen that? No. 
want I've to. Have we, have we hammered on that enough? To, since we first talked about it earlier in this yeah, podcast. I will see the movie at one point. Who's the, what's the actor's name that plays the mob bodyguard guy? Oh, Viggo Mortensen? Mortensen? Yes. Yeah. I, I did not realize that was him until last right. night. I was like, oh, okay. Because he, I don't know something He's about his not, look. Yeah. He punched up he a little bit looks like a very yeah. bland. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, man. that was a pleasant little surprise. And animated film, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, no surprise. Thumbs up. <laughs> if that didn't win, I would die all the dogs, but not upset at all about this movie winning. It was great. I'm excited Absolutely. that we'll have you know a bunch of these nominees playing yeah. this month. Yeah, and We'll finally get Green Book, and we have... All 47 Bohemian people involved Rhapsody's was up on the stage. And back and back as a sing-along people like and a regular it. show. I'm not upset and that people like it. I'm upset that it won any sort of acclaim. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what was everyone's impression of the overall Golden Globes, like the presentation? It, it, was, it was not fine. as good. Yeah. I mean, like all of them are not that. I always I, think it's going to be great. I I'm thought all, it was pretty much always particularly horrible yeah actually yeah like they cut back to andy sandberg and sandra oh and like the wow. crowd they don't announce them so the crowd yeah. is just in commercial chitter chatter right oh, yeah and, uh, they don't know that we're back right. yeah that was, was loud did you hear the uh emma stone joke that she tried to make from the audience at the beginning oh i'm sorry uh, oh yeah i'm sorry <laughs> but no they didn't play off of it or anything and i think yeah. it's because they're not like Comics or anything like Andy Samberg, comic He's actor. Comic. It was well, kind of funny when she won the award. Not yeah, early, but he never yeah. like not. The, he, yeah, he doesn't have the it polished was an improv odd chops to, to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was, was like we need a guy and a girl, and we, I guess we can't just give it to a guy. Yeah, <laughs> but we, we already yeah, kind of did promise it to Andy. So after let's, after yeah, me too. We, yeah, so we kind of promised it to the white guy. Yeah. So let's so pair. I know. Give him did. a woman. Give some diversity like on. Checking st- off some boxes. Mm-hmm. It was just. Uh, I definitely didn't think they worked together. No. And uh, Sandra Oh is not a comedian at all, no. and no. she didn't know how to deliver a joke. So. There's a couple funny things she did say though that. Oh, no. I did love I like what I really loved. Uh, Carol Burnett winning yeah. the first yeah. Carol oh, Burnett that's, Award. Yeah. That's just, that's <laughs> that was Burnett. so good. Jeff Bridges. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was. If we can get them back to host yeah. next year, how about that? that so be, let's get Jeff Bridges and Carol Burnett to host next like year's Golden see. Globes. Yeah. I loved Andy so. Samberg's setup for bringing Steve Carell out because yeah. he's like he like. The things that he he says like this next Joker might drive everyone cuckoo. Uh, but he's as good as it gets, ladies and gentlemen. Steve Carell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I lost it. I thought that was so <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, oh, okay. I love the like BS intros. It yeah. was yeah. really enjoyable. Yeah. <laughs> Does this have any impact on the Oscar race at all? Or I no? don't think so. No. I don't no. think it's going to have any It doesn't give that momentum that's, to that's Bohemian what I love Rhapsody. About it. Yeah. I love about it. Yeah, yeah I think that. some people got some stuff, and this is probably all they're going to see from it. Yeah, I think there's definitely some nominees. Does it help Green Book? It's going to really help yeah, Green Book. Yeah, that yeah, Green be Book the one is, that actually yeah. might get a bump. It might hurt A Star is Born. Like, it can only help or hurt certain movies. Right. Bohemian Rhapsody, I don't think, is going to get a Best Picture oh, nomination no. No. Right. at all. And no, they allow up to 10. Uh, Rami Malek might get a nomination, but looking at the list of, like, the both drama and comedies... Uh, I can pull five names that are far more deserving uh, for that nomination, but he could still get it. What uh, are the I, five names, David? I would probably Ooh. say <laughs> you got ten. In Bradley your Oscar Cooper, race. John David Washington, uh, flip Christian to the Bale. other paper, Christian Bale. <laughs> uh, <laughs> where are the other numbers? My papers. Uh, Viggo Mortensen. Yeah. Uh, maybe John C. Riley. I think John C. Riley oh, for Santa yeah. Ollie. Critics really loved it. Uh, I'm glad you did not piece. say Holmes and Watson. <laughs> yeah. That might hurt him. Yeah. Uh, of course, there have been times where like uh, Sandra Bullock got nominated for a Razzie and, and an Oscar in the and same won year. Both. Yeah. Right. Sometimes it can awesome. hurt. Sometimes it doesn't matter. So yeah. I just think there's there's a little too much talent in that pool for him to maybe sneak in, but it's Christian Bale's year, kind of. Just seems it. It may be. He's just the. He took a movie that's very average, and he's the best Elevated part of it. it. Well, he'll yeah. need it for the divorce. It'll make him feel better. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Who gets the Who gets the award in the divorce? <laughs> yeah. Although you, she looked like she was buying every every bit of it. Like, keep going. I like what I'm <laughs> 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 Yeah. Like, hi. I was like, mm. yeah. I see the pain. 
<laughs> well, we'll find out because they should be announcing the Oscar nominees really, I really, really wait. soon. We'll see what happens. That and the Emmys, the only ones that matter to me. There you go. Not the Grammys. Not the VMAs or the Nickelodeon Kid Choice Awards. I like the Nickelodeon Kid Choice Awards. There's more slime. Jack Black's got a room in the back. He's got a cot set up. All right, well, this week in the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network, we are asking you still... Let us know what you are most looking forward to in in entertainment and pop culture in 2019 for this show. Specifically, we're asking about movies, but you can tell us if there's other things, books, music, television, whatever. Let us know. You can vote or just leave a comment. It would be the best way. On Twitter, at PGTC Podcast, or at Facebook.com slash Pop Goes the Culture Podcast. over at the website, man, we've been adding all kinds of new stuff. So if you haven't in a while, be sure to check out popgoestheculture.com. All kinds of, uh, a lot of, a lot of creators, whether it's podcasts, authors, comic book artists, YouTubers, we've been adding a bunch of cool stuff and yeah, kind of yeah. trying to share the love. So if you haven't in a while, go check those out. This weekend, we'll be back in the home studio with the Pop Goes the Culture podcast. Next Monday, we are continuing our 2019 Patreon campaign. The kickoff in the month of January, we're giving everything away for free. Woo! So get your can't morning report. Can't, well, can't be free. unless it's what movie was that you're giving away? No, sorry, well, just kidding. Wayne. Yeah, that's uh, true. Well, I, as soon as I said it, I felt dumb, but it's already <laughs> that's all right. out there. So. That's all right. Just, <laughs> that's okay. Uh, but in the month of January, you can get everything that you would normally have to pay for on Patreon for free. So check out our morning, our kind of our weekend update, our update from the weekend. It's not the weekend update. In case anybody's listening and wants to sue us, uh, our morning update on Monday, uh, going over all the stuff from the weekend. There will be some NFL news and other things in this week's show, I'm sure. And then next Thursday, we're back here at the Alamo Draft House talking about, in particular, we are going to talk about our what we're looking forward to, what films we're looking forward to in 2019. We've been teasing it. I've been waiting, hoping for some more input from the folks out there that are listening. So, is everyone going to do a top seven or something? Well, what? no, because we go with seven, and there's four of us here. We're going to end up with like 50 films. Okay, with 14. <laughs> so, Joey's like top three. That'll be at least it'll narrow it down to like seven or eight for you guys. Right. <laughs> exactly. And three no, we, we won't throw four. a number on it. We'll just kind of talk about what is it that you're looking forward to. I think next week's a good time to do that. Part of the reason why I've been putting it off because I think there's a movie next weekend coming out that a lot of folks here are probably probably. But all to. I can think about is Shazam. <laughs> Shazam. Sorry, spoiler. Well, but. yeah. Good luck to you. I hope it, hope it's a good movie for you. Uh, so be sure to subscribe to the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network on your podcast player of choice, so you'll know when those new episodes are available. And tell us your thoughts on anything we talked about. What are you going to go see this weekend? Let us know what you thought of. What is it this weekend? The Upside and the Dog movie? Yeah, we're also going to have a Beale Street Could Talk. Yeah, is it back. out that you guys are showing yeah. it here this weekend? Uh-huh. And on the basis of sex. Yes. The Ruth Bader again. She's having a moment, isn't she? She's a theatrical as, moment. Well, she should. Oh, I thought what you meant like health issues. No, no, no not that kind of fine. moment. No, she's fine. She's fine. We're also showing <laughs> we're Bohemian Rhapsody Weekend at Bernie's style. Yeah, sing along. Bohemian Rhapsody yeah. sing along. Very good. So Hope a so. lot of reasons to get out. Tell us what you see this weekend and what you thought about it. If we use your comments like we used... Well, I know we use Tom and Lacey's comments, and I know we use Brian's comments. If we use yours, we'll give you a shout-out in an upcoming episode. So we'd love to include your comments. Again, hit us up on Twitter at PGTC Podcast, Facebook.com slash Pop Goes the Culture Podcast. If you don't do the social media, you can email us, Pop Goes the Email at gmail.com, or give us a call on the hotline. Leave your do recorded it. messages at 417 986 7842. We'd love to actually include your recorded message in an upcoming episode. Long distance like, isn't even a thing. Long anymore. distance. So wow. don't worry about the long distance chargers because they don't exist. That's how you can find the pop that goes the get culture. Them to call in. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, I've been holding <laughs> off. I've been I waiting. I wanted to call in with my comments, but <laughs> oh, I was afraid phone. I was going to get. <laughs> uh, and to be sure to follow the Alamo Draft House online on social media, it's real simple. All you have to search for is Alamo Springmo. Whether you're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, David's working on the Tumblr account. 
Yeah. <laughs> eHarmony. <laughs> Speaking of eHarmony, <laughs> so uh, I saw you got propositioned this week. <laughs> I did, and I couldn't be It looked more very excited. legit, too. So. Yeah, I did send all of my info um, and my and handles, what, and I'm waiting to hear back. I did notice I got a couple of overdraft notices from my bank, but I haven't heard back from her yet. So Your Russian bride that you're mm-hmm. bringing over to yes, the Yes, I can't wait to see where this thing goes. And I have nothing but good keep feelings us, about it. Keep us tuned in about how I that will. relationship She's Gotta get back to me. I'm sure of it <laughs> yeah. because she was way too excited, and she knew a lot of things about me that I don't remember sharing. So. <laughs> a few things that weren't even true. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, but then she I searched. You so well. I searched my soul, and I'm like, you know, that could be right. That could be right. I could be that person. <laughs> And I can't wait till the Saudi prince follows up afterwards. Right, I know. That, and then the lottery that you'll win, I'm sure, will be wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> so that is it for this week. You guys got anything else for the good of the group or the listeners before we go? For the good, David. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> that's a hard pass. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it then for this week's show. I have been Joey Mills with ComingSoon.net. Alamo Jen with Alamo. Draft house. <laughs> Are you <laughs> sure? <laughs> so that works all week. <laughs> David Mann with the Alamo Draft House. Uh, Get up. And we are getting out of here. Come see a movie this weekend at the Alamo Draft House. We'll talk to y'all later. See ya. See ya. Bye. This show has been brought to you by the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network. Find links to all of our podcasts and more at popgoestheculture.com.